0: Rick Madison, Rick and Friends and and today's a little bit different because we have an author, an author with us. and uh, it took years to to get to this spot, which is where the book is out there and it's uh, getting some traction and we're going to talk about it because well there's a whole bunch of ways to use the book and we need uh, we need to get the steering wheel on this thing. So welcome Jim Check, the author of Mission Possible.
1: Welcome. Thank you. Fifty-two weeks to a better you. Hey, listen, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: let's talk about uh, before we get into the book. Why I I I love the question of why because this is a this is a huge undertaking. Why did you even want to do this? Create this book.
1: Well, I've always kind of like believed in competing with myself being a better version of myself the next day and the, and the only way to really do that is to set goals right you need to set goals and then part of that is like I'm trying to instill that into my own kids and the people that we work with and stuff like that so like that goal setting is so important in life And lots of people, it seems hard because they don't understand it. So how do you break it down? How do you simplify it? Because that's most good things in the world have been simplified, right? So, I mean, take the iPhone. It's a very simple device to use. You could give that to almost anybody. They'll figure out how to use it, right? So if you can simplify what to a lot of people is a complex idea, all of a sudden you can get some buy-in and traction and you can make their life better.
0: So just back up a bit. You can get your kids to do anything?
1: No, I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think I said that.
0: <laughs> if you did, we can do a whole big best-selling book on that.
1: I'm just saying if you show them something that that is is good for them, you know, and if they if you have a decent relationship, they consider it for sure.
0: Okay. So when let's let's talk a bit about and and the reason I'm I'm going off on this tangent is uh, recently I had some progress and then I fell off a little bit. And i I had to really enjoy a, a sugar based uh, diet for the weekend. And it was really good and re- and it had a lot of bread in it. Uh, it was just a fun weekend. What this is a goal setting book. I and and we're gonna get into some of the tools that you've created here, but what what about when people fall apart? Like when they they hit because life is always changing. What do you do when you fall off this horse?
1: So that's, that's a good point, because that's a lot of people, if you're taking like a financial goals or something like that, you're kind of focused on the one thing all the time. This book is about like three pillars in its mind, body, spirit. So if you're going on a vacation or you want to take that week off, focus on your spirit Then just let yourself enjoy everything you want to enjoy and, say, and then just get full maximum value out of that. And so maybe you've parked the, the body nutrition for the week, right? But you know you're going to come back to it because... That's good for your overall health. If I told you when you're laying on your deathbed, you could have had an extra 20 years, would you not have given up some of that sugar and and Coca-Cola and stuff? I shouldn't say Coca-Cola, cause they were gonna sue us, right? <laughs> well, Coca-Cola is good for you. It'll be a letter, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, if I said, if you're laying on your deathbed, and I said I can get you 20 years, would you not have taken those 20 years?
0: Yeah, and and let's face it, we all have people in our family who have uh, the good hair, the high cheekbones, seemingly everything falls in a place, and and we despise them uh, as a rule, uh, especially around Thanksgiving time. But this is, I think, a great tool, and and I'm saying great because it is actually simple. You can follow it, and even if you don't have the good hair and the nice cheekbones – Anyone and everyone, I think, I think, can use this book.
1: Yeah, so I think that's that's key, and you, you hit on something there too, because it's the best version of you, right? So when you when you go to set your goals and say that it's your physical attributes that you want to tackle, obviously, if you're you know past your twenties, you're not growing taller, right? So you can't. If you're five foot ten like me, you're not saying I want to be six foot six, right? So that's that's not a realistic goal. But you can do a lot of other stuff that you can help shape your 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 physical appearance and you can set what that ideal version of you is and you can work towards it i mean it's that simple right but you have to be realistic of what what you can achieve and lots of times for most people especially in western cultures it has to do with with better health is, is weight loss right and eating better for sure like our society has definitely like sugar and wheat you hit it is is two of the, the biggest kind of like contributors to Obesity, right? So I mean, if you look down the middle of aisles of most grocery stores, it's all garbage. If you avoid those middle aisles, you're going to just be healthier, just like that. Just stop buying stuff in the middle aisles. Just shop the perimeter store. That is be the off.
0: entertaining section, though.
1: Yeah, that is for sure, right? I,
0: I do get a kick out of the drugstores when they have uh, family planning, and and <laughs> those those should be the, in the liquor aisle, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how a lot of those family planning goes. Uh, now with this book, the part I do like is the with the one-page overview, which I find really an interesting layout for people like me who's very visual. You can place it on your desk, glance over, and it's a daily minute-by-minute minute reminder, if, if if you want that, that of how you're doing in relationship to the goals.
1: Yeah, so I look at the book probably for 10 minutes a day and record yesterday and and write down some notes for today. It takes basically that long. And you look at how you did yesterday and you rate yourself on that. So if you did a really good workout, you fill in the circle. And if you didn't, you don't fill in the circle. At the end of the week, you're going to give yourself a grade. And obviously we're really competitive with ourselves and you're going to try and get more A's than B's and C's and D's, right? So um, like I said, I think the, the big thing, the one to get confidence from for sure because everybody can kind of like influence their own fitness and nutrition. Those are the, the easy ones to do, right? The tougher ones for sure are, you know, like the financial side of it. Um, There is ways to do that one too really easy, but it is tougher. And then mindfulness is, is spirituality is a tough one for some people because they're saying, oh, I don't believe in in uh, religion. Well, spirituality has nothing to do, I shouldn't say nothing to do with it, but it doesn't have to have anything to do with religion. Spirituality Mm -hmm. could have to do with yoga. Spirituality could have to do with karma, whatever you want it to be. It's just like, it's a way to find rest for your mind.
0: So as I sit here, I'm thinking about, geez, I'd I'd like to give uh, one of these books to some people in my life, but... I think we have to frame it correctly because it's, it's almost like giving somebody a gym membership, uh, and, or Jim Gaffigan makes a joke about how the fact that he got a a book one time, he goes, oh, great homework. That's awesome. But ultimately the book is meant for people to, you know, to realize their best selves.
1: Yeah. I mean, the way I would frame that is just like, this book has done, done great things for me. And I just want to share that gift with you.
0: Sounds easy when you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, but I mean,
1: people have to want to do it though too, right? Because you can't, like you lead a horse to water, you can't mm-hmm. make them drink. But I think if if you can show results, even little results, and this is, you know, I can, I'll relate to a story. Confidence is a big thing. If you can show results in a short period of time, people get confidence from that and then they start building on that. So when I went, met my wife um, way back, um, she was kind of living on um she was working at the in the bar would well, okay she be okay with this mad by the way the she's <laughs> working in the bars you know serving and she was living paycheck to paycheck right she had enough to make her car payments and you know buy cigarettes. she smoked at that time and you know those things right and i said you know when we moved in together i said you can save all your money and and uh, i'll pay for the the rent and the you know the the um other stuff, the food and that. All you had to do is cover your own cigarettes and your own. And I wasn't smoking at the time, and I said, you should probably quit too, but you know, I wasn't, because you can't force anybody to do anything. And so she started putting money away and the first time she ever saved money and all of a sudden she's putting away, you know, like $1,500 a month and, you know, in six months she's like, holy shit, I've never had this much money in my life, right? <laughs> so so for that, for her, it was confidence, right? Now she's like, how, how do I do more? How do I do more? And that's the same thing for fitness. If you go and work out for one day, four hours, you're not going to see any results, right? But if you go and do it for 30 days, all of a sudden you're going to start seeing results and all of a sudden that's going to build confidence and you're going to do more and if you start eating better you're going to start feeling better you're going to be less tired and all those kind of things and and those things then become addictive I guess you could say because most people have addictive personalities and so you just got to get addicted to the right things right so addiction to working out and eating properly I shouldn't use that word addiction but you know you, you mm-hmm. kind of like it, it kind of feeds that need inside you. So then all of a sudden it's just it's just about knowledge, finding, you know, the knowledge and you know ways to do it every day. And and this book in your face all the time is just that reminder, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm working on.
2: Each diamond is uniquely different. It is special and beautiful because of its rarity. That is the power and magic of a diamond. A new store in Kelowna is open to showcase this symbol of love and commitment. Herrera. Fine jewelry. The name in Latin means rare and exceptional. Much like a diamond is extraordinary and rare. Just like her. Herrera. Fine jewelry. Featuring Takuri, Nome Carver, Burks, and Simon G. Jewelry.
0: So the question is, people listening maybe don't want to go all in. Like they're sitting there going, eh, I like some of this idea. I want to get better. I... Maybe it it's uh, spirituality, maybe it's physical, maybe it's a whole bunch of things. Is there a way for them to to get the book and just dip a toe in?
1: For sure, you can just work on whatever aspect you want. It's your goals. If you do your your goal planning in the beginning of the book, you set your goals for the year. and <clears throat> you can change them throughout the year. And then you just work towards the ones that are important to you. If you're happy, the way you look and feel and all that, that's great. And then you move on and work on some of the other stuff. If it's if it's you want to double your income, if you want to do this, you want to buy a house, you want to have kids, you want to do different things. So you know, like if if one of your goals is to is to uh, you know get a house and a wife and kids, and if you happen to be single, living in a basement um, with no job. There's some probably some work you have to do, right? There's probably some work. You got to start
0: with a dating profile. <laughs> you got to start for with a dating sure.
1: profile and a job, <laughs> right? Like start small. <laughs> start small. But you know what I mean? But all of a sudden if if that's what I want, how do I move towards that, right?
0: One of the things that I've noticed about the book is the honesty. You have to be truthful with yourself. I think that might be the biggest impediment for a lot of people in using this book is we're not being truthful with ourselves of how we did and because some people in and in, in one of the sessions that i saw that you were working with other people on the book i saw a lot of people going well i gave myself an a last week right. and and fundamentally, if they were to check that with somebody else, they would go, you know what? That's closer to a C minus. But th- that's part of this book is you have to be truthful with with what's going on.
1: Well, I think you'll get more the more honest you are with yourself. And the key thing is it's private. It's yours, right? You don't have to share it with anybody else. Like it's just don't worry that you give yourself a B. Like for some people, the A encourages them to move harder and faster, right? Like the A is oh like I got an A and then maybe I'll just get a better A. For some people, a C is like, oh my God, I gotta work harder. And for some people a C is like, ah, I give up, right? I can't do this. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's built into kind of like your your psyche as you as you as you age. You kind of like have different ways, different triggers and different ways to motivate yourself. Some people are motivated with a stick, some people are motivated with a carrot you know i personally believe that it should be about sharing of knowledge and then people should make that choice themselves
0: it is true i'm i'm thinking about as people when, when would people start start to notice the results like is it one week in two weeks in like when would they start to actually go there might be something to this
1: well i think it, it depends on your goals again so if it's if it's like the easy ones to see right away is, is fitness and nutrition like for sure. Like if you said, "Hey, I want to become," say, "I want to lose thirty pounds." It's dieting doesn't work, and that's been shown over and over again. Dieting doesn't work. Or right? you have to, you have to adopt a lifestyle, right? So that that changes. So and you have to be happy with that you can't starve yourself. You can't do all those different things. But if you start eating properly, and it will be tough if you're enjoying the sugars all the time. Like you know what I mean? If you're having ice cream every night and cake and all this stuff. Which is it's, delicious, it's, by the way. You know what, though? Think of this, though, and I've and I've done this. This is the best trick ever. So people will go buy a couple of Kit Kat bars. I like Kit Kat bars. You can buy a couple of Kit Kat bars, and they're, they're now Kit Kat bars are about two fifty each or something like that, right? So it's about five bucks for two Kit Kat bars, and they'll and they'll sit there and they'll watch TV with that, and they'll eat the two Kit Kat bars. And, Mindless eating is my favorite too. Right, yeah. and then, but you know what is almost. More enjoyable than that. Take some blueberries, a box of blueberries, about mm-hmm. the same amount of money. Cool them, put them in the fr- in the fridge for a bit. Nice, cool, refreshing treat. Tastes better than the Kit Kat. And when you're done the blueberries, you feel great. When you're done the two Kit Kats, she's like, "Why did I eat two? Because right? that's usually what it is, right? Like I shouldn't have eaten two. I think I should have stopped at one. Well, you should have been <laughs> dipping them in ice cream. Is what you should have been so, doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, it's it's that sugar craving. Is, is definitely can be met with fruit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It can be met with fresh fruit. And we live in the Okanagan, like, oh my God. So get used to eating an apple. Like I eat an apple when I get home. I eat raspberries, blueberries, those kinds of things. Instead of, you know, I do eat chocolate almonds. I do like chocolate almonds, but I'll take like three, right? Instead of like the bag. Right. My,
0: my tweak, <clears throat> my, uh, I guess my my adjustment was getting dark chocolate which i don't like as much as milk chocolate yeah. in the on the almonds yeah
1: and you, you get used they, to it though well then you don't eat as much right and you get used to it after a while too then and, and then when you go eat the other one you're just like why is that so sweet oh, right because it's <laughs> still so good i don't care who you are never disparage but, my but you will if you if you eat better and work out for 30 days you will see results and then from there you say, you okay, a gu- so I want you more. have a
0: guarantee on this, yeah, don't you?
1: For sure. If, if you buy the book and it doesn't work for you, give it back. So I there's
0: apps, there's other goal setting books, there's other stuff out there in the marketplace. You've studied different ways of getting to to the new you, I guess. Why why is your book different from those other apps and various things that are out there?
1: Well, I've tried a bunch of them for sure. Um, the apps I find you just don't open it right like this this book has kind of got that old traditional feel old school kind of thing where it's in your face and you got to kind of look at it and and it's all there in one glance it's not on 12 different screens and all you know it's so confusing on the different thing right and it's really easy to use it's so simple it's that i think the simplicity in itself makes it really desirable and the big difference between this and most other goal setting books is that it focuses on those three pillars in your life mind body and soul if you can kind of get those in balance, then you know your life will just be that much better, right? So, and I, I've never run across any other one that kind of dealt with mind, body, and spirit. Is there
0: any feedback that you've received that kind of blew you away of somebody using the book? Because I know you're a living, breathing example of the book, which is you know, which is great because it, you, you're not just saying it; you're actually doing it. But is there anybody else that you've seen? that have picked up the book and and run with it the same way you did?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, when people start telling me stuff, I say, you don't have to share that with me, right? Because that's your private stuff, right? Do you know what I mean? But they do say that it's changed their life. So I'm not asking them to share their goals because, you know, whether they're relationship goals or or what have you, right? I think those are private for most people. I think you'll see it in people's physical fitness, though. You'll see it in their in the way they look and stuff like that. I mean, that was a big part of mine. I'm turning 60, actually tomorrow, October 18th. And one of my goals was to get as fit as possible. And um, I was going to share some ab photos. So anybody that's on my Instagram, you're going to get a treat tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Or Uh, or you're going to (laughs) delete, you're going to unfollow or whatever you're going to (laughs) do.
0: Now to each their own, is there a point where you go enough's enough? I want to slide back into the couch and Netflix. I've got to catch up on some Peaky Blinders shows. Like I got to Like, is is there ever a point in your life where you think, okay, this is a ton of work. I'm just going to go back to the old
1: Jimbo. I You know what? Uh, I'm actually a a very lazy person, which is weird to say, because to most people, they say that's not even close. I fight that laziness, right? Because I can get sucked into the couch. I can But I mean, I push hard not to be lazy because... If you think about it again if you think about you're laying on your deathbed and, and you spent you know three hours a day on your phone and another three hours on netflix at six hours of the day you have you know most people have 16 waking hours i have more because i sleep less but if you spending 50 percent of your time on mindless activity that's producing nothing for you then you're just existing you're not living a life right so that's a choice you can make for sure. But I'm, I'm telling you, if you're laying on your deathbed, you probably wouldn't want those Netflix hours back, right? And and say, I could spend more time with my kids. I could spend more time doing this. I could, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I think there's just more ways to make the world better. I think if, if people spent, if just think of this, a better world. If people spent 20% of their, I'm going to use Netflix, their Netflix time on figuring out ways to make the world better for everybody, Wow, would that ever be a better thing, right? Just volunteer. Do mm-hmm. do do what do something that will help because you can put that in your spirituality. I'll volunteer in a soup kitchen, whatever it is. Just think if you just give back a little bit of that Netflix time, that's not costing you anything either way, right? You're going to volunteer. You're going to do something better, mm-hmm. right? So just think how much a better world... Just think how much have you gave to, towards your relationships that you have, whether that's your your girlfriend, your wife, your partner... To your kids or to the people that you work with, and just gave more to them, right? Without the expectation of getting, and you just spent more time on that, and you could just put that in your book. One year goal is to give more than you receive.
0: Back with more Jim Check, author of Mission Possible, in a bit.
2: Each diamond is uniquely different. It is special and beautiful because of its rarity. That is the power and magic of a diamond. A new store in Kelowna is open to showcase this symbol of love and commitment. Herrera, fine jewelry. The name in Latin means rare and exceptional. Much like a diamond is extraordinary and rare. Just like her. Herrera, fine jewelry. Featuring Takuri, Gnome Carver, Burks, and Simon G. Jewelry.
0: So I'm looking at your book, Jim, and I just fell upon the page. Mother Teresa, spread love wherever, everywhere you go. So you have different quotes in here. You have... Uh, Different ideas, different animals, that kind of thing. But the the overarching narrative for this book is is simply simple and building blocks. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Like just like compounding
1: effect. Just compound, right? Just compound every day. Just you know whatever you're working towards, compound it. Just get better at it, right? Like lots of people say, like finance for a lot of people is tough. Do you know what I mean? They say, oh, you know, I'm I'm just going to use some numbers. I make $50,000 a year and that's all I'll ever make and that's just the way it is, blah, blah. But that's not true. You've decided that, right? You've decided that's what you want to make, right? Because there is other things you can do. Will you have to work harder? Yes. Mm -hmm. Will you have to do different things? Yes. But they're giving up and giving, that's giving somebody else control of your life. Do you know what I mean? Like you've given away that control. You chose to do that. So, you can choose to take that control back. Even though it may seem hard, there's a lot of people that have overcome more insurmountable odds than a lot of people have even, you know what I mean? Oh, if you're 100%. If yeah. you're an able bodied um, young person, I get that it's tough, but that means you just got to think a little bit more, right? So, it's.
0: And, and, and it's interesting. Uh... Uh, past uh, Rick and Friends podcast guest, uh, Ralph Livingston, talks about uh, a friend of his who literally dropped into the Okanagan five years ago, didn't speak a, speak a lick of English, and walked to every job. He had two jobs, and he scrimped and saved, didn't go to the movies, didn't go out for dinner, and uh, and just recently, two and a half months ago, uh, put a down payment on a townhouse in Rutland. And they're overjoyed because that was their first part of the dream was to get the house. And and within five years, and we talk a lot about affordable housing in Kelowna, and don't get me wrong, it's still a realistic uh, concept uh, that a lot of people can't afford a home. But, but we're talking about someone who couldn't speak English, taught themselves English, walked to work, made things happen. So, it, I mean, we hear these stories all the time.
1: Yeah, I think like I think social media has hurt a lot of people um, because a lot of people look on social media and see people that have more than they do, and they just want it. They don't want to do a lot for it; they just want it, right? And they think they're entitled to it. So then, they don't want to work for it. Like you're you're saying that the 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 person that came and then you know with disadvantage. My mom did that. My mom and my dad both escaped the Hungarian Revolution. Um, Nineteen years old, landed, couldn't speak the language were called DP's, which was deportee or something like that. And they, you know, and so my mom and dad worked the restaurant industry. So they did, um, shitty jobs, right. Cooking, you know, whatever they could get. Dishwashing, I shouldn't say shitty. I mean, they did what they could get with the, the um, the language barriers and that, right, but they worked so hard and they provided me the opportunity and I, to me, the gift was the work ethic, right? Like the work ethic they had, right? So,
0: but what's interesting is, and and I think this is part of the story. I don't know how, how private uh, this story is, but you you were in a place in Boundary Country, and and you just had a, a night of drinking, and you were in a bad state, and you decided at that very moment, which I think was a pivotal moment in it your life, It was epiphany for sure, to go okay. <laughs> I'm not, I can't do this anymore. And it just explain to listeners, by the way, thanks for listening. Uh, what, what led to that? Like tell about, <laughs> because I think it's a very graphic picture of where Jim was versus where Jim yeah. is.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't sure if I wanted to share that. Um, yeah, I, I was, it was, I think in the, in the late seventies when we had those high interest rates, um, me and a friend had quit our jobs at the sawmill because we were gonna go work in Alberta cause we don't wanna be lifers at the mill. Yeah, good for you. And we're just like, Sc- <laughs> screw this place, we're out. <laughs> cause we're living in a town of 500 people. We're just like, we're leaving, we're getting big jobs. And uh, that was right then when there was no jobs and interest rates were 18, 19%. And so when we came back, um, when there was no job to be had, um, we tried to get back on the sawmill.
0: Hey, listen, there was we're just kidding.
1: <laughs> there was 50 guys at the gate every morning oh, waiting for a job. Wow. Like they would come out and you know what I mean? There was 50 guys lined up at the gate, hoping for a job every morning. And they were talking about laying off shifts, not hiring more people. Right. So, so it was, um, tough. So we were on, I was, a, I ended up getting a, a, a gig with the government as an artist drawing unemployment. <laughs> 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 that was the only time I've ever collected unemployment in my life. And it was uh, a year until it ran out. And I, me and my friend, I think we got drunk every day for that year. Uh, we would just rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, because there was no job. There, I mean, so you're basically just a young guy with no job. And so you you, you drank. And um, so I think one uh, I was, um, whatever... Got drunk in front of the Midway Hotel there, and then I—I I guess I was too drunk, so I was laying on the sidewalk and I'm thinking how cool the sidewalk was. Right, <laughs> <Just like laughs> it's actually quite calming. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's just like no, it was like cool. Like it was like nice. Like surface. <laughs> it was cool. And then um, I'm just like, what? What? This 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 is my path. Like this is this is what I've chose. This is this is it. And there's a couple of other things that happened. I'm not going to get into all those other bits and pieces there, but that police officer helped me out though. Um, a very good police officer. He could have made my night worse mm-hmm. and he chose not to, he chose to help instead. And, um, yeah, he chose to help. He, he, um, we drove around for a few hours. Really? Um, he gave me some tapes to listen to and stuff like that. Um, there were religious tapes. Um, We talked a lot and, uh, he drove me home. And then, um, I got up that next day and, uh, I took his tapes back and I said, you know, like, that's not really for me, but I thank you for what you've done. Um, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go, I'm going to go up north and get a job. And I got on a bus with my, uh, matching luggage. It was two garbage bags. (laughs) Was matching though. <laughs> got on the Greyhound and uh, I took it to to northern Alberta, to high level Alberta, and um, I got a job as a silver and ceramics technician. Right off, the, just like that, they gave me that that job. You know, I just walked in there and they say, "You can be the silver and ceramics technician." That's a dishwasher. <laughs> It's, it's it's all about perspective, it right? Is, so it's really. how you look at it, right? So, so I washed dishes for three weeks, and that was that was tough. Like it was a hard job, right? I, mm. I refused to wear the gloves at first because I was too cool, young guy. I'm not wearing those stupid gloves, right? Because you're washing with bleach and that, then your hands turned black, like they just started to rot. <laughs> so just like, and then when you put them in the water, they stung like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so so then I wore the gloves.
2: <laughs> Probably well, a good idea. mostly
1: due to the pain. <laughs> And then I just worked hard. And then the 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 owner, because uh, it was a fairly transient um, employee's Shorter, I don't know, the prep cook didn't show up. He says, you want to do a prep cook? And I'm just like, sure. Can <laughs> <laughs> I <I'm a laughs> yeah, take got the gloves off? <laughs> 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 so then then from there, uh, I think shorter to cook and then grill cook. And I eventually became the chef in a restaurant and not that restaurant. Somebody else hired me into a different restaurant to be the chef. And then... And, and I didn't, I looked at that too and I said, is this what I really want to do? And then I ended up working in the in the oil rig stuff and, and construction and different things. I tried a few things out and then I ended up back in a sawmill in, in, in the um, high level there. And then I said like, because I, I always did well in school, I said, I, I need to go, I really need to, do something with my life. And, and so then I just started, you know, setting goals in a different way. Like, okay. So, and then when I decided to go back to school, that was a two or three year process, right. To go back to, to, um, school. And were you drinking during this time or did you? After I left on the bus, that was it. Like, you know, I'll have an occasional beer or wine nowadays. I'd never been, that was the end of it. Like, so I just, it was kind of like a pivotal moment for me. So, um, well, yeah, so school, I, I remember applying, I'm not sharing too many stories. I remember applying to Nate for pre-business because I'd been out of school for a while and I had to take my, I was a high school dropout too. Uh, I only had my grade 10 like Ricky off Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> 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 when Julian had grade 10, Ricky Julian, wanted to get Julian, grade yeah. 10, that's right. So was, the one,
0: he was the one with the rum and coke. <laughs> that's <isn't> right.
1: <laughs> I wanted, I mean, I had my grade 10. Um, so I had to take in my English 30 and my Math 30 to get into pre-business at Nate. So I applied and then they they sent me a rejection letter, which is really tough back in that day. I, I looked at that because here I was trying to really try to do better. And the letter said, we're sorry that we are to inform you that I think I remember the words that um, um, your offer, your whatever, your application has been denied. Um, we believe that you will hold back the class based on being out of school that long and only having grade 10 educational. <laughs> I'm just like. Wow, <laughs> you wouldn't have written it any worse than that, right? Like you. <laughs> but so some people would have got discouraged. I'm just like, oh yeah. <laughs> so so I used that to to. I'm saying like that's that's, that's fuel. seems like bullshit to me, right? Mm-hmm. And then so I applied the following year for business. I didn't even do the pre-business, and I got accepted. I'm just like, what the hell, right? How, they must have had a quota to fill or something. Enrollment in. was down. Right. So anyway, I got in. I got my acceptance letter, which was a huge deal for me because not nobody in our family had ever graduated high school, and I come from seven kids. So, did they would... you send the letter back home? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I go to school and I do the first year at, at Nate, and I got a scholarship for having the highest grades at, at mm. Nate. So I wanted to take that down with the, with the other letter and show it to the admissions person. It's like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> but do you do you think there was? a little I did bit that of, in my mind. I didn't go actually go down there. <laughs>
0: but there there
1: would have been a little bit of that
0: uh, show upmanship that you wanted for sure. To there do. was the drive, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: It was all of a sudden they 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 provided the fuel, yeah. right? they provided the fuel you internalized that and made that some sure you can do you can do what you want with it right but so some people use it and, and dwayne the rock johnson that's what he says he's like he loves when people turn him down he just eats that and he just like it lights him on fire right so a few people
0: in in the course of uh, our society have used that MJ's another guy from yeah. the old bulls yeah
1: yeah so that's that's the the thing and then of course i went on i finished uh, I represented Nate at a competition, university competition in Calgary with all the, the schools. For what, that, debate? Yeah, for case analysis. Really? And we won that too. I got the award still in my office there. Come on. Yeah, there okay. you go. And then uh, I ended up getting recruited. I didn't want a job as a, in a CA firm, but I got recruited. They said, do you want a job? Because they said they're recruiting the top students. And I'm like- uh sure I guess I have to get a job (laughs) school like I liked school all of a sudden I really liked it you know when I dropped out I wasn't a big fan because I was bullied in in high school but in college it was a different thing right well yeah, because everyone's there because they want to be there. Yeah, and and I think in
0: high school it's much different.
1: Yeah, I was like high school was horrible for me. I have some friends that say, Do you remember high school? Oh great it was like, No, high school was not great for me. It was great for you, man, because you were popular. High school for me was walking home crying most of the time. Right. Yeah. Like in garbage cans, locked in lockers. Like just it was it was horrendous experience for me. High school was horrible. We didn't have a lot of money, so we were picked on All the time, you know, it was just, just a horrible, like when I quit school, I just quit going because I started a full-time job the day I turned 16 because the family needed the money. That was a relief to me, right? Like the school never called because I had the highest grade and said, too. they never called and said, Hey, you should come to school. Actually, I'll share one story on that. I started that full-time job. So I would go to school. Oh, um, you know, I'd miss a week, go back for a day or something like that. And I'm in, in social studies. I still remember the teacher's name. Maybe I won't share it, but I just I don't, oh, don't want to punish anybody. <laughs> Rick and Friends is all about outing people. <laughs> I'll just call him Mr. T. <laughs> the people that know me know him too. So anyway, so he's reading off the grades and my name is Chuck, and it comes in order. And he goes, Check 99, not getting it. I'm just like, excuse me? He's like, I don't care how smart you are. You don't come to class, you're not getting a grade from me. And I said, so am I wasting my time here? It's like, yep. Wow. I mean, I, you know, it it, it was the same thing in, uh, I think it was Metalworks or something. I fell asleep because I was working night shift. And then, you know, you're working five days a week and going to school. I fell asleep in class because he was boring. He threw a book at me and then woke me up and he said, you got to choose between school and work. And I just got up and left. I'm thinking listening to you is getting me nowhere. <laughs> like you pulled me to sleep. So
2: each diamond is uniquely different. It is special and beautiful because of its rarity. That is the power and magic of a diamond. A new store in Kelowna is open to showcase this symbol of love and commitment. Herrera, fine jewelry. The name in Latin means rare and exceptional. Much like a diamond is extraordinary and rare. Just like her Herrera fine jewelry featuring Takuri, Noam Carver, Burks, and Simon G. Jewelry
0: going back a bit to what you brought you to to the book, I mean, obviously you've you've had some some pushback in your life and And this book seems to be like a little bit of because it was a goal to write a
1: book wasn't it was it? Yes, it was, yes, it was it was, was a goal. goal absolutely it was a goal to write a book. And I've t- and I've taken some leadership courses. I took a leadership course in um, Whistler there with uh, you know this CAs, um, and that one was interesting too. Not I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to share experiences. And in that one, um, the first day, um, and this this had people f- from all across Canada. It was a very expensive course, and um, you had you were the assignment was to come up with a product or service that has a future need that is that has a technology that makes it possible. And then it would be peer reviewed and voted on and you would get a trophy. Like there was a Nookshuk. It's actually in my office. So guess who won? Come on. Yeah. So, so
0: okay. I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So that little Nookshuk there is, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, was from that idea for New Atlantica. Mm. So that was the pitch. And uh, yeah. So, and then I took some leadership training with this uh, other person and I believe that leadership is is learning how to serve not to lead I think to, to lead you, you know how to you need to know how to serve the people right I think that's the biggest quality in leadership that's what's missing in a lot of leaders right so Leaders eat last Yeah, yeah like so all that kind of stuff and then but in all that there's there's little nuances of of goal setting and you know compounding effect and excuse me So and my daughter ha- was fortunate enough to go to Notre Dame for, um, school because she was an athlete and that and she was being picked on in school for being an athlete by her teachers so we figured well we'll get her away because i i know what bullying felt like so i figured i'd get her away from that right um so and in in notre dame the school it's all about for mind body and spirit as well and they really try to like help that the, the students develop more holistically, right? So, and I thought, okay, so I took a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit so, of that. So
0: back to your daughter though, did she finish it Notre Dame or no?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Because yeah. you said that she was being bullied a bit.
1: No, no, she was being bullied when she was here. Oh, I see. In gra- I see. Okay. grade eight and nine, because okay. she was an athlete. And then so one of the teachers kept picking on her. Oh, and called her, you know, like different names and said, if she's so thin that, you know, if she turns sideways, she disappears, she was body shaming her and stuff, but she was very athletic. Right. Which didn't make any sense to me. Right. So, Hmm. um, but it was, it was quite a bit of that and it was coming from the teacher. It wasn't coming from the kids. Right. So she's very quiet. You know, my daughter, right? Oh yeah. 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 So, um, now in, and who in your
0: family and, and be honest about this, has the book using the book in your family?
1: Kim has the book. Kim. Um, I just mailed it to Cassie. She asked for it. Okay. i um, not sure if she's using it. Nikki's using it. Okay. And Nick has the book along with Sarah. Sarah is, Sarah's his, is his partner. Okay. So. In... I don't pry and ask them like what they're using it for or how they're using it yet. So. Is there, would it be better? And I'm just,
0: again, I'm just blue sky here. Would it be better if somebody, if a couple got it and they each had had their own book?
1: I think you should have your own book for sure. Like, I don't think you should share a book because you have your own goals, right? Like, I think you may have some goals that are congruent or or like that are similar, but I mean, you can, you're obviously going to have different fitness goals, Mm -hmm. right? So... I think you should have your own book, like you shouldn't have, you know, shouldn't share a book. And I think if you can get your kids to use the book, wow, just think of what their lives will be like in 15 years if they're used to goal setting, right? I, my
0: mind wanders off and I start thinking about the conversation I would have with Jack, who's 18, and say, I have a book and what do you think? And hey, isn't, the, isn't it beautiful outside? And here's a book. Like, I honestly don't know how I would frame that to my son, who I love very much, well, along I, you know what I mean? Like
1: and That that video I showed you, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one, is a great way to show, because he his big point in there, I had a goal. Like he was told that he was, you know, like he was told he shouldn't do it by his parents, by everybody, that he shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. And he said, I didn't listen to him. I had a goal. and And that's a powerful speech from Arnold, right? That says, I had a goal, right? So... And and for a man who fundamentally
0: should never have picked up the acting bug, <laughs> I mean
1: Conan the Barbarian was the deal, right? Because it was the body, right? It, it was, was him winning Mister Universe, and then from there it just it just he was unique. He was a very unique individual.
0: I, I I did read his book, much to the chagrin of my Aunt Shirley, who said, that man had no moral compass, the housekeeper. Th- anyway, <laughs> but what was interesting about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was he said, especially the – do you remember Twins with Danny DeVito? Yep, and I it do. was it was the the screenplay that was being shopped around Hollywood, and they're saying, no, 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 it'll be hilarious. It'll be Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito together as twins. And, and they actually got that movie made, which – the book has many different highlights for me, but you think of a screenplay where two, uh, you know, I Completely. still see the movie poster. <laughs> yeah, you know? no,
1: I see it too. But but
0: for him to become governor and, and do all those he basically started just mapping out his life and saying, this is exactly it's what I want It's all goal do. setting
1: for him. Everything and control, he did. And yeah. control. Yeah, it's all goal setting for him, right? Like he just, and you can, Rocky, same thing. Like, I don't know if you know the Rocky, the Sylvester Stallone story where he had a, he wrote a script. And he was living in a one, like one room apartment, had to sell his dog because he couldn't afford dog food. And he had this script for Rocky and he took it to them. And I think they offered him 50 grand and, and he said he wanted to act. And they said, no, we'll give you 50 grand. 50 grand to him was the world. It was. Yeah. And he's like, no. And then they offered him 100 grand. I think it got up to 300 grand. And he said, no, I'm acting in this movie. He could have taken the 50, the 200, the 300. And, you know, probably blew it all. But he insisted on acting in that movie, and it became his career, right? Well,
0: it, it, it all comes down to, and a lot of people listening to this are thinking about, you know, <laughs> some of these, these larger-than-life stories. I was listening to the the Colonel Sanders one who started right. Kentucky Fried Chicken. He didn't get
1: famous till, or he didn't get successful till what, like his 70s? Yeah, and,
0: and he'd been rejected a thousand times right. after he was trying to get these chicken franchises going. So... It, it is possible. And I, th- I think that's what the the book, this is really what your purpose is with the book is to say, if you want to get better, here's a tool. If you don't and you and you you like your current state of affairs, because as you said, carrot in the stick, I really do believe that if, if people chose, this would be a way to get to the next level. Because I think in three months, six months, a year, there would be a fundamental difference.
1: I, I, I do believe once you see, cause here's the, the, the one of the first goals that I set for myself, and this is going to sound weird too, um, that I, I set as a challenge, I was smoking, I was smoking about a pack and a half a day. Cause everybody smoked back in the day. Remember? Well, you you weren't were a quitter. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not quitting this stuff. So I was on a pack and a half a day and I think I was, you know, like mid twenties or something like that. And, um, Started smoking in grade six, I think. Jeez. Well, it was Grand Forks, right? What else are you get? to do? Smoking and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that Pilsner, the stubby bottles? Oh, it was that a was a terrible beer. <laughs> the Astra, <And>, actually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, some guy at, at the mill, in that mill, you could smoke while you're working, which is weird because in the Midway mill, you couldn't smoke while you're working. They had this sing fire thing, right? But that building. <laughs> Sissies. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, so you smoked a lot at work. And then uh, this guy said, I'll bet you a hundred, the older guy said, I'll bet you a hundred bucks you can't quit smoking. I'm like, I don't want to quit. He's like, ah, you chicken. And I'm like, sure, I'll bet you a hundred bucks I can quit smoking <laughs> lo- longer than you. Like we just had to quit smoking longer than each other. That yeah. was it. Because I figured he's not going to last three days, right? <laughs> so three weeks in, he's, still has, I haven't caught him smoking yet. And I'm, you know, like I'm going through, like I'm eating sunflower seeds, candy, I'm eating everything I can get my hands <laughs> <Gum>. on. <laughs> I even chewed on some cigarettes at one point, I think, just cause you know, I just, I was just like, I'm going to beat you, right? I'm going to beat you. And, uh, I think I caught him smoking four or five weeks in and I said, there you go. He owe me a hundred bucks. He never, ever paid me the hundred bucks.
0: But he gave you a bigger gift.
1: He did, and I never bothered him about the hundred bucks after that because I I never smoked after that. And I said to myself, if I can quit smoking, I can do anything I want, because mm-hmm. that seemed really hard at the time. Like when you quit smoking, you can come up with one or two good reasons to quit, and after, while you're quit, say a week or two weeks in, you can come up with, like a thousand reasons why you should smoke. Right? It relaxes me. <laughs> it's like, why can't I? Like I got I can afford cigarettes. I look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> Keep coming back, and I like it. <laughs> but one one takeaway of that
0: story is it's funny that sometimes your mouth uh, cashes checks for you. Uh, case in point, uh, at my birthday, I have two buddies with me, and and uh, I said, "Yeah, I got a paddleboard for my birthday, and I'll probably be the best paddleboarder by the end of the summer." In fact, I bet you I can paddleboard from Penticton to Kelowna in under in under twelve hours. And two people, two buddies, said, "I will." bet you one said a thousand another said 500 and i went okay (laughs) (laughs) not even knowing the distance (laughs) (laughs) none of that stuff and uh and therapy to this day still doesn't scratch the surface of of what happened uh for me because it was overnight because I found out, because of no, no planning, found out there'd be a storm the next morning, and I thought I would leave in the morning, but I ended up leaving at 11.45 at night, and uh, dead dead ink black night, no moon, uh, terrifying, actually terrifying, because you, your mind does things. It, it starts looking at things in the water and bodies and monsters, and anyway, like I said, therapy, uh, it's, it's wonderful for those, and and for me it was because i never would have done that had i not su- suggested to the rest of me that i would
1: yeah and you i challenged did. yourself right and then you lived up to that challenge and 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 for me i have that goal setting bug inside me so i have golfed off on like one game every three or four years for most of my life you know i've had clubs sitting down there and i was There, I bought 25, 30 years ago and I was going to take them on golf and something like, don't take those on the course. You'll get laughed off. Right. So, (laughs) so I rented and I, I've golfed with you and you've seen when I golfed with you in those, um, best ball tournaments, you know, I'd spray the ball in most places. Well, uh, one out of five was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was a pretty low percentage. Yeah. And then, so then I just decided that that's what I want to do to relax more and get my mind off a couple of things right now. And, and, uh, and one of my goals is to be good at it. And so I've watched YouTube videos and go out to the driving range and you now you and I played oh, like, um, four holes and there was mm-hmm. definite improvement. And oh, no. you know, by the end of next year, my goal would be probably to beat you. How's that for putting my, my foot in my uh, mouth, eh? Now, now you've
0: got <laughs> some audacious goals now, Jim, <laughs> like, let's just hit the binders there, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> next we can ride unicorns okay
1: <laughs> well hey I'll put it in my book oh good <laughs> I'm gonna put it in my book <laughs> <laughs> well no. so you can't have the book anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: of competing goals <laughs> um so how much where do people get it like give, give us some of the ideas because
1: we've teased this book the whole <laughs> uh, time so 16 flights publications.com right now is the only place and we're trying one six one six yeah 16 like one six publications.com 16 publication 16 flights publications.com okay and 16 flights com, and how much Twenty nine ninety nine, twenty nine ninety five, something like that. Less than thirty dollars. How's that? So thirty
0: dollars and fundamentally uh you guarantee it. Yeah. If if it doesn't work for you,
1: just give the book back.
0: But how can it like and, and, and again I'm not I'm not trying to pump the
1: tires, but how can it not how could it not work? Right. So the guarantees <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if I mean I mean, but at least you have it if you don't if you don't want it, right? And, and it doesn't work for you, then I'll give your money back, right? But I think the book is more about helping people than it is to make money. Because, I mean, there is cost to the book. Like, it costs us to print it. It costs us to put it together. Mm-hmm. Cost, cost, cost. I mean, like, and I think it's probably the best 30 bucks you'll ever spend. There is talk with a couple other individuals that want to turn it into, because some people need mentoring, where we're going to offer, um, like, sessions for setting your goals, because some people don't even know how to set goals. So there'll be some mentoring and then monthly sessions and stuff like that so that people can begin walk through it. Because
0: Well, it will take us through something like that. You, you did mention it as far as the money went, but let's talk about uh, mind. Let's talk about mind. So if I want to be able to, I don't know, I want to learn how to be a certified diver, which I do. Right. I want to be a certified diver in six months. Yeah. So I've, I've set this goal mm-hmm. and, but I have a bit of an inner ear issue, right? so I have a little bit of a, a hold back there. How, how would you suggest to me to, to build out that goal?
1: So the first thing you would do is you would probably do some research, right? So the first thing you would do is you go talk to a doctor and say, Hey, I want to take up diving. Is there, is this possible for me considering my inner ear thing? Is there, is there devices that can help with that? And I'm sure there is. So that, that takes away that barrier, right? You got to remove that barrier. So that's one of the steps in your in your goal. And the next is to phone some diving companies in town here because there's lots of pool diving companies like, where you can dive in uh, H2O and, and um, the YMCA. And then I think to pass, you have to go in um, the lake. You have to do a deep dive mm-hmm. and you can get certified. Like Then it's just like you phone. I think there's a few diving companies in town and you phone them and say, when do you have bookings? And then you book yourself in. And you, I think you have to swim. Um, cause I, I, know I was looking at that course. I think you have to swim 20 laps, like at an H2O. So you got, you got to be in a reasonable fitness. So then if that, those are the things that you need then, right? So those are, those are the requirements. So how do I meet those requirements? And then that goal, you tackle it, right? So if you're out of shape, you're going to have to get a membership at H2O, right? And you're going to have to swim laps because you're going to have to do that to pass. You're not going to be able to jump in the pool and swim 20 laps if you've never done it before. So those are the things you're going to have to do. I'll just say I can. Sure. And then, and then, and then when th- they say go, <laughs> you'll be out in the middle of the lake in the dark <laughs> having some more therapy needs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always always exciting. But you know what I mean? Like, so it's anything is like, if somebody said, let's let's climb that mountain, um, lots of people would look at that and say, oh, I'm on the couch and just like, you know, I'm just going to watch one more show. And they're not going to go, right? Because they're going to see that's insurmountable to them. It's just like, it seems hard. It seems like I don't really want it that bad, right? Mm -hmm. But then somebody that really is focused is going to say, you know what? I'm going to do 10 steps today. I'm going to do 10 steps today. And then the next day, you know, I can do better. I can do 20 tomorrow and I can do 30. I can do 40. Next thing you know, you're standing on top of the mountain. And one of the key things in that, though, ask for help. Ask for help and guidance. Ask for mentoring. Because... Who better to ask for help than someone that's been to the mountaintop? Do you know what I mean? They've been there already. So they got there somehow, right? That's why it's good to listen to those inspirational stories from Schwarzenegger's and Sylvester Stallone's and Steve Jobs and all those kind of guys that, that accomplished a lot. Yes, maybe you're not gonna accomplish all they did, but you're gonna get the secrets that they use. And the secret really comes down to hard work, right? Do you know what I mean? Like it's
0: what? It's no easy fixes?
1: But no easy fix, yeah. I think you have to call 1 800 easy fix. <laughs> you send money and you wait by the most office.
0: <laughs> but a lot of people
1: struggle with asking for help, like, that's, a lot that's of the big thing for sure. And then I think, I, I think a lot of people suffer from um, feeling that it's insurmountable. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't feel valued, they don't feel that they have a sense of value. And you know, they, they, the best that they're going to do is this, and they're okay with that, so they've settled. Do you know what I mean? Like they've, and that's a, that's kind of, I mean, that's a choice, right? But, but if they're unhappy with settling, then they need to do something about it, right? Do you know what I mean? Because otherwise, it's it's going to be a painful existence, right? Because, because, and you can listen to it in some people. They'll they'll blame it's you know like my employer's fault, mm-hmm. my my dad's fault, my mom's fault, my my boss's fault my DNA, yeah. by somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else's fault, but it's, it's take responsibility for your life and then start to make changes, even though there is some stuff that gets thrown at you. And I, God, I know that sometimes shit gets thrown at you that you don't seem me deserve or, or, or it's, um, belongs to you. And there's bad people in this world. But I guess it's the path forward that you choose to take that matters, right? And I think that's the big thing, right? What path will you choose, right? So,
2: Each diamond is uniquely different. It is special and beautiful because of its rarity. That is the power and magic of a diamond. A new store in Kelowna is open to showcase this symbol of love and commitment. Herrera, fine jewelry. The name in Latin means rare and exceptional. Much like a diamond is extraordinary and rare. Just like her. Herrera. Fine jewelry. Featuring Takuri, Nome Carver, Burks, and Simon G. Jewelry.
0: Listen, uh, love the book. And uh, if you want to get it, uh, we've got, say again, website.
1: 16flightspublications.com. Or you can get a hold of me. You can find me on LinkedIn, um, my Instagram is private now, but you can email me at jim at ca. You can find us on our website. Um, lots of different ways. There's lots of different ways. You can get a hold of Rick.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm all out there. Uh, thanks again for the time and uh, pick up the book, Change Your Life. Jim Check, and, and Mission is Possible, even though that's not the name.
1: Mission, mission possible. possible, 52 Weeks to a Better You. <laughs> I like the cover, the back cover. It is tiger the on the front, and, and if companies want to buy it, like some companies have, um, we can customize the cover to for them. okay? Uh, check it out, you can uh, you can do it. We'll talk soon. And the goal is to sell a million copies. Okay. How's that for audacious? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I just keep going, let's keep going.
2: <laughs> record friends out. No, no, we got we have more, no. no.
1: <laughs>